0: welcome back to the bitcoin.com weekly update for april 23rd 2021 my name is corbin fraser and today we're going to be talking about bitcoin's hash rate drop whether it was the cause of this week's downward price action and how hash rate affects block time and fees so let's start with the facts after reaching an all-time high around april 15th 2021 bitcoin's hash rate plummeted by as much as 45 percent by some estimates potentially its biggest 24-hour drop ever Hash rate, by the way, is a uh, measuring of the processing power miners direct towards the SHA-256 hashing algorithm in their attempt to be the one to extend the chain and win the block reward for doing so. Moving on to the cause of the drop, here's where things start to get a bit cloudy. Apparently, it was triggered by a coal mining explosion that led to widespread blackouts in the Chinese province of Xinjiang. There were also rumors of safety inspections at Bitcoin mining facilities, but as with most things in China, we may never really know what happened. So what's certain is that Xinjiang is a hotbed of Bitcoin mining. The province-wide blackout combined with the drop in hash rate would seem to suggest that miners in Xinjiang were accounting for at least around a quarter of Bitcoin's hash rate. Now, did the hash rate drop cause Bitcoin's price to also drop? And the answer to that question is, uh, who knows? Certainly, there seems to be some correlation, and as shown by this chart, as you can see, first the hash rate dropped, and that's the yellow line. Then a day later, the price dropped. And however, commentators were quick to point out that Bitcoin had been due for a correction for quite some time anyways. So crypto research outfit The Blocks, Larry Cermak, uh, summed up this sentiment in a tweet. Lol, if you think the hash rate drop was the reason for the dump, your NGMI, NGMI of course, meaning not gonna make it. As we all know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and other cryptocurrencies have been on a tear lately, so no one should be surprised when there's a correction. Cermak added, weekends with low liquidity are perfect, some dumb catalyst spooked spook traders off, and down we go. Okay, so moving on to how this affects block time and fees. Remember, prior to the drop, Bitcoin's hash rate was at an all-time high. This meant that the difficulty for mining new blocks had adjusted upward. But when you suddenly take away a quarter or more of that hash rate, blocks end up taking longer to mine. Blocks are supposed to come in, and usually you see this happen every 10 minutes or so. You can see a new block confirmation is usually around 10 minutes. but This week, several blocks took an hour or more to be mined. With less blocks being mined per day, we get a growing backlog of transactions in the Bitcoin mempool. And as the fee market is based on supply and demand, the result is a rise in fees. In fact, this week saw Bitcoin fees hit new all time highs with the average transaction cost reaching almost 60 US dollars to send a Bitcoin transaction. At this rate, Bitcoin's mining difficulty will probably adjust downward in the first few days of May. So if you're looking to move Bitcoin, you may want to hold off for a few weeks if you can this is unfortunately just the nature of Bitcoin. It is what it is. If you need fast and cheap, use Bitcoin Cash. US SEC expected to impose a fair amount of regulation on cryptocurrencies that according to former SEC Chairman Harvey Pitt, in a statement following the confirmation of his successor, now SEC Chairman Gary Gensler. Gensler, a professor of cryptocurrency at MIT, was confirmed last week as the chairman of the SEC. When describing the new chairman's familiarity with cryptocurrencies, Pitt stated, Gary Gensler is an expert on cryptocurrencies. He has taught about them and he is a market expert. I would expect to see clear rules of the road evolve under his leadership. The former chairman further explained that companies like Coinbase effectively make markets in cryptocurrencies and are subject to SEC regulations. This means that the commission will have influence over how cryptocurrencies are being marketed though it's not fully clear whether cryptocurrency regulation will come from the SEC or from the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. It is clear that we should be all prepared for new regulations in some form in the coming months and we'll be following along very closely so be sure to like and subscribe. And while the new SEC chair seems to have a good grasp on crypto, this week a US lawmaker warned the Treasury Secretary and Fed Chair not to ignore Bitcoin or America will fall behind. Congressman Kevin McCarthy has urged Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell not to ignore Bitcoin. The House GOP leader believes Bitcoin is the future and emphasized, I do not want America to fall behind other countries. Longtime crypto proponent McCarthy hasn't been impressed with statements made by Yellen and Powell stating, I think they tried to ignore it and make it go away. Fed chairman Powell made waves last week when he dismissed cryptocurrencies as vehicles for speculation and claimed that they're not being actively used for payments. This is in spite of a growing list of companies like Tesla that are accepting crypto for payments, and of course the thousands of locations that you can find on maps.bitcoin.com, places that accept cryptocurrency in store. And speaking of payments, PayPal's Venmo launches crypto trading for 70 million users. Earlier this week, Venmo announced its Crypto on Venmo service, allowing over 70 million users to buy, sell, and hold four types of cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, using their popular payment app. The new crypto service shows PayPal's commitment to the industry, the company said, but some in the crypto space are wary of the new features. While Venmo users can supposedly start investing in crypto with as little as $1, observers were quick to point out that the service may not actually be enabling users to purchase real digital assets. As users are not able to send or receive crypto outside of the Venmo or PayPal ecosystem, it's difficult to confirm whether any digital assets are being bought at all. Some observers pointed out that the company is doing little more than providing customers, with a digital IOU, which represents their supposed crypto holdings. And while it is nice to see these big companies put their names behind crypto, many are still waiting for PayPal to provide full crypto functionality to its users rather than forcing them to contain their assets within the company's closed ecosystem. Now, personally, I just don't see them going that route. I can't imagine PayPal goes non-custodial. But if you do want to hold your cryptocurrency and actually be able to send it, try out the Bitcoin.com wallet, go visit wallet.bitcoin.com. And finally, our last story for today there's more good news for the Bitcoin Cash ecosystem. It comes in the form of a project that leverages Bitcoin Cash's big block size to bring a fast but secure sidechain. The Smart Bitcoin Cash Project, or Smart BCH, is a unique Ethereum and Web3 compatible sidechain that has the potential to make throughput as large as 1 billion gas every 15 seconds. A Bitcoin Cash sidechain is a separate chain from Bitcoin Cash but pegged to the Bitcoin Cash cryptocurrency. This allows it to benefit from the security of the main chain while having higher throughput on the side chain. The project would represent an alternative to both the high fees currently plaguing Ethereum and the centralized nature of Ethereum competitors like Binance Smart Chain. And although the project is still fairly nascent, it's being heralded as a very, very good news amongst Bitcoin Cash supporters will be interesting to see how smart bch plays out i for one am very excited about this project i think the whole concept of bringing evm compatible developers uh evm capable developers over onto the bitcoin cash chain i think it's huge this is kind of all about just making making friends across chains you know this is um this is kind of what it's all about you know i think in bitcoin and in cryptocurrency it's very easy to Pick a side and be a part of a tribe and say our coins better than yours but if you just support some of the tech and and invite people in with open arms and kind of create some cool stuff you know there may very well be some interesting things that uh, the smart bch sidechain can actually solve that could go on to help ethereum could go could go on to help binance smart chain so it's very interesting stuff i for one am excited let us know in the comments below what do you think is this project the future of bitcoin cash And of course, be sure to like, be sure to subscribe. And if you can hit the little bell notification, you'll get a notification next time that we do another little news broadcast thing. So uh, we will see you next week. Thank you again for tuning in. And uh, I think that's it, bye. (laughs)